You're listening to the Liberty News Radio Network, and this is the Political Cesspool. The Political Cesspool, known across the South and worldwide as the South's foremost populist conservative radio program. And here to guide you through the murky waters of the political cesspool is your host, James Edwards. Well, it's already been a busy night uh, of radio here on TPC, but it's been a busy week of news as well. So busy, in fact, that we had to call in reinforcements to help us cover it all. And thankfully, Tim Murdoch answered the call. He's up for the job. Stepped into the breach. Yeah, he did, and we need him tonight. Uh, this is uh, There's a lot going on out there above and beyond our first hour interview. And how, how great was that, Keith? I, I really enjoyed that. I, I, I was, you know, I'm totally sold, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting to be able to uh, interview people like that and uh, that, that has that, that perspective. And uh, we salute him. Uh, but another man we salute right now is our friend Tim Murdoch. Uh, he is the host of uh, White Rabbit Radio, a live stream that you never want to miss. Tim, how are you doing tonight? And we'll tell you, you'll be the first that I wish this to. I sh- should have done it the first hour, but I forgot. We were too busy. But happy Thanksgiving. It's coming up uh, before we'll have our next show next Thursday. Thanksgiving. Happy early Thanksgiving to you, Tim Murdoch. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and all the listeners. It's good to be back on with the uh, political cesspool. It's always good to have you. We go back a long, long time, and we go back with the guy who uh, I always like to mention when you're on, Bob Whitaker. Give us all your contact information before we get started tonight, because, folks, if you're missing what uh, the content that Tim is producing, you're missing out on a lot indeed. Well, you can go to whiterabbitradio.biz, and you can see all our links there generally. WhiteRabbitRadio.biz, and that is uh, you'll find uh, all the news that is news about Tim Murdoch, and uh, he's inter- interviewing interesting people. I know that you just had our mutual friend uh, Simon Roche on recently. There's always something going on at White Rabbit Radio. Yeah, yeah, I try to uh, I try to have on a lot of guests. Jim Goat is supposed to be on Monday, uh, and we're streaming. Yeah, we're streaming several different channels, so uh, so it should be interesting. Well, it's, there's never a dull moment anymore, is there, Keith? I mean, the, the way things are going right now in this world of ours. Well, Tim is like uh, what St. Paul was to Jesus. Uh, t- uh, Tim is to uh, Bob Whitaker, and it's uh, <laughs> uh, which is a great, uh, you know that that uh, is you know tells me there could be worse things. There could be worse things you could be yeah, in this. But he, but I mean, he just keeps it coming with every you know every week. He's got more and more good uh, content on things. Oh, he does. I mean, he, never gives never disappoints right, if you like tpc you'll love what what tim's doing i mean uh, we're, we're the spoken word here he's the visual element it's a live stream and uh, a, a lot of the same guests but uh, other or the other guests as well but the big news this week let's start here we said it's a busy news week there's a lot of uh, uh bits and pieces we want to cover with you tonight but elon musk is back in the news in a big way so here's what happened here's what happened on twitter or x if you prefer I don't even know who this guy is. It's uh, an anonymous Twitter user. I don't know. Maybe he has a big following. I can't tell anymore because I'm banned. Uh, but it's not anybody whose name I recognize. But this person wrote this on Twitter uh, just a couple of days ago. And I quote, 
Jewish communities have been pushing the exact kind of dialectical hatred against whites that they claim to want people to stop using against them. I'm deeply disinterested in giving the tiniest care about Western Jewish populations coming to the disturbing realization that these hordes of minorities that support flooding their country don't exactly like them too much. You want the truth said to your face? There it is, end quote. That is from an anonymous Twitter user. To which Elon Musk himself, the world's richest man, the owner of Twitter, responded to that comment that I just read, quote, you have said the actual truth. Boy, did that cause a firestorm. Boy, did it ever. Tim, take it away. Yeah, I mean, Elon is always doing these uh, these types of maneuvers of late since the, the Jews aren't doing so well in the, in the public relations comment. Uh, the public relations department on the planet, they're not doing that well. And uh, he's doing always playing. Great in Congress, the, though. <laughs> they're the great moment. in the Republican Congress. For the moment, but that that doesn't mean anything. If the world if the world hates you, you're on your way out. They they got major problems for sure. Um, and so, anyways, he's playing these particular games. I don't know. Maybe it's not a game. I I I I, I have a feeling he's running for something. He's got something cooking. There there's got to be a reason behind this because it doesn't really make sense from a business perspective. We haven't seen any rich businessmen do this. So you know, Henry Kissinger. Um, Someone I, I haven't uh, read, I haven't ran into in a while, and I haven't, I, I've never really spoken to him much. But Richard Spencer just tweeted this out: Henry Kissinger in 2014. In 10 years, Israel will no longer exist. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, our boy Elon Musk is kind of acting like he believes that as well. That's interesting. That's interesting you say that because again, I mean most. Uh, Shift managers at McDonald's wouldn't dare risk the ire of the media. And then you have the world's richest man. I mean, the more you have to lose, the more you are afraid to lose it. Uh, and Elon Musk is a mixed bag. We were talking during the break before you came on uh, this hour, Tim, that uh, he does stuff like this, and then he kind of backpedals, maybe acquiesces a little not, bit, not then, a, but then he comes back again and does it again, and then, you know, a little bit yeah, of... He's uh, not afraid to throw a turd in the punch bowl. But, I mean, you know, but... It, it, it's hard to get a read on him because he is sort of all over the place. But, I mean, anybody who says something like this, I mean, that's, that's something. That's something big. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he a is couple, the uh, – statements this last – Well, I was just going to say he's the proprietor of the he, – he, the, the, the head, the proprietor, the owner of uh, the most influential social media platform in the world, uh, even though I'm banned from there. Uh, but uh, – to say this, it's not an anonymous voice in in the woods. This is, is he crazy or is he crazy like a fox? <laughs> Good question. No, he's running. He's got a particular agenda. We just don't know what he is. I think he's run. He can't run for president, but he might be running for dictator. He might be running for something we don't yet see. I I I, I don't really know. Uh, my honest answer is I don't well, know. But he's, he's back. Yeah. But he's going down Go this particular ahead, road like. Like he believes Henry Kissinger, and this this thing's done. These guys are done. Um, you know, we got a lot of problems in the Middle East right now. You might have you might have noticed that, and it's not going that well, in my opinion. So, for the Jews, 
Yeah, it's not going down <laughs> well. We, we'll see. I mean, it's not going well for the people in Gaza right now either. But uh, but I take but, but this can be a game changer. I, I I think there is so much happening right now that 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 could change everything. The election next year. What's going on in the Middle East? Russia. There are a lot of uh, marbles just floating around, variably that could change any one of them uh, if they hit right could change the course of of history when you have harvard turning against israel and the jews i mean uh it, it's it's a game changer i don't know what's going on well it's i brave, mean you know that's because harvard, harvard led in all these minorities who don't like them too much and that's actually this was something that you posted to your uh, twitter handle at euro rabbit at euro rabbit tonto my god we're surrounded by ten thousand indians what are we going to do what do you mean we, white man? And that, that's happening to both Jews and whites right now. The people of color think they don't need them to be champions anymore. We'll be right back with Tim Murdoch. Hello, TPC family. It's James, and I've got to tell you that I sleep better at night knowing that there are organizations like the Conservative Citizens Foundation. The purpose of the Conservative Citizens Foundation is to promote the principles of limited government, individual liberty, equality before the law, property rights, law and order, judicial restraint, and states' rights, while at the same time exploring the dangers posed by liberalism to our national interests and cultural institutions. The Conservative Citizens Foundation also seeks to educate the public on the dangers of extremist ideologies like critical race theory and cultural Marxism. I've worked with the good people at the Conservative Citizens Foundation for many years and their work comes with my complete endorsement. For more information and to keep up with all the latest conservative news headlines, please check out their website, MericaFirst.com That's M-E-R-I-C-A 1-S-T dot com MericaFirst.com Do you know what is great about America? Ask an immigrant. Ask an Immigrant is a new podcast dedicated to helping Americans, especially our youth, value, appreciate, and be grateful for the freedoms we have here in America. Join host Lydia Wallace-Nuttle as she interviews immigrants from around the world to discover their inspiring personal stories about why they came to America. To learn more about why America is the most prosperous, greatest country in the world, download the Loving Liberty app or go to lovingliberty.net. In the medical field, IT security is crucial. Our highly skilled consultants are HIPAA certified and have 20 plus years of experience servicing medical clinics, billing and supply companies. We offer comprehensive endpoint protection, guarding your computers and servers against all stages of threats. And with our 24-7 monitoring services, you'll never worry about extensive downtime again. Ready to level up your IT support? Call 801-706-6980 today and discover how great IT services can be with managed IT services. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you'll want to follow and support the work of Tim Murdoch at WhiteRabbitRadio.biz. Still on Twitter, if you are, at EuroRabbit. He is the White Rabbit. Uh, He is Horace the Avenger, and uh, he is a friend of ours. And we appreciate Tim Murdoch and the work that he does and the fact that he's on the program uh, this evening with us. So we were talking uh, before the uh, last break about elon musk i mean he has stepped in it again and you don't continue to make 
it's not a mistake. I'm not going to call it a mistake, but you don't continue to do this unless you know what you're getting into. I mean, he has been under so much heavy fire with the ADL, and then, of course, his whole exchange, his seemingly month-long conversation with Keith Woods about the band, the ADL hashtag, Elon Musk knows what he's doing. We might not see it he's clearly. He's sandpapering a wildcat's ass, as we used to say <laughs> in the South. We might not see it clearly yet, but he certainly has a plan. He's not just doing this haphazardly. You don't come into that amount of success doing things half-cocked, right, Tim? No, no, he's got a plan. He's running for dictator or something. He's, he's, got, he's got something up. I just don't know. Yeah, he, he's always... seeing this. He's the actually middle... playing 40 chess. He's seeing this thing a decade or two decades from now, whereas we can't yet. You're right, exactly. <laughs> he's, he's positioning. He's positioning himself, and it doesn't look good for uh, the Jews, at least. Uh, the, the challenge in the Middle East that most of the analysis is just. You know, I grew up around this stuff <laughs> uh, in, in Michigan, and the challenge is that you know people see that as like Israel against the Muslims. Well, no, it's actually Sunni Islam against. against the world. No, it's Sunni Islam against Shia Islam in some type of civil dispute between the elites. The empire and the Jews are on the Sunni side of the equation. Uh, and that's, that's really what's going on. So if you really look at Gaza, I mean, the whole, all the Gulf states, they might denounce something, but they're all on Israel's side. Uh, then you have Hamas. Hamas was formed by Israel, but it was a Sunni organization. So Israel is on the Sunni side of the fence, and then you have Iran, you have the Shia Crescent that runs in the Middle East. And you see, on the world stage, Shia Islam only represents 15% of Islam. But in the Middle East, they're at parity. In the Middle East, Shia Islam is 50% of the population. It runs the Shia Crescent from Iran through Iraq to through Syria, which is why ISIS was supported by the House of Saud and Israel against Assad to try to break up the Shia Crescent into Lebanon with Hezbollah. Hamas, of course, they're accusing Hamas, many of them, of converting to Shia Islam and stuff like this, but Hamas was sold out by all the Gulf states. There's many videos of, of uh, sheiks and Arabs there and everything else um, in Israel uh, being spit at by Palestinians uh, for not supporting them. So this is the real deal. Something's going on between Islam in the Middle East. Now, obviously, we don't want to be in their countries, and we don't want them in our countries, but that's wishful thinking. That ain't happened today. And whatever they've got going, uh, there's some serious problems because, again, Shia Islam is going to challenge them for holy sites from the looks of things. And this is going to be pretty wild because you got the empire backing the House of Saud. You've got the empire backing Israel. And Israel, again, Many people see it as Israel versus Iran. No, it's Sunni Islam versus Shia Islam, and Israel's on the Sunni side. Uh, this is, uh, has the potential to be very explosive. I just don't know what the game plan is. Now, Elon Musk is obviously weighing in on who he thinks the losers are going to be. Do you think that's what's going on? I mean, you think, you, you think yeah, he's thinking I mean, in that direction? The Arab, street, the Arab Street has long maintained that the top of Sunni Islam, all these Gulf states, all the House of Saud, the Qataris, most of these, the Erdogans, Erdogans from Turkey is, of course, uh, Sunni Islam. They've maintained that all these guys, the Arab Street now, of course, most of it's Sunni Islam. 
but half of it split 50-50. They've always maintained in places like Dearborn, Michigan, that all these particular characters at the top of Sunni Islam are not Arabs at all or not Middle Easterners. They are, in fact, crypto Jews. Now, that would be a wild morning. Uh, but it could shape up to be something <laughs> crazy. All right, so why is Elon Musk saying this? Well, you know something we don't, maybe. I'm going to assume that this guy knows more than we don't. I'm going to assume that he's not stupid. He, he's always going two steps forward, one step back. He's on this diatribe against the ADL and anti-whiteness, and I say have at him. Um, he hey, ben, people let me ask you this. How in the world can the Sunnis, how can the Sunnis uh, resist, you know, the uh, – the impetus of being against Israel in this uh, situation with the uh, uh, people the Palestinians. Street, you're, not listening to, you're not listening to me. The Arab street, the Arab street can't resist. The Arab street is totally on the side. And that's what I mean. Of, yeah, and on the side of Hezbollah, but they don't represent the Arab street. They represent the top of Sunni Islam. They represent Mecca. They represent all the edicts coming out of Islam. They all represent that whole entire descent from the from the Prophet Muhammad, where the Ayatollahs represent the other descent. What the Arab street is saying, that all these people you think are Arabs are representing Sunni Islam, they're all Jews. That's why they'll never go against Israel. They're all on the same side. Well, is that going to change now, at all or not? It's not. Okay. What do you mean is that's going to change at all? If, they, if the empire, well, if anything happens in the United States, Israel's in trouble, and all those particular Arab states, states are probably in trouble to some degree. Well, this was the question we've been asking recent guests. I mean, and Keith and I were talking about this before the program. This topic has certainly dominated uh, dominated uh, the, the show since uh, the first week of October, and we've had any number of guests. I can't even remember who all. I mean, but certainly Mark Weber, Kevin McDonald, and um, we'll have to go back and look at the archives. I can't think two weeks ago. I mean, that's far too far. But America's Israel's golem, yes? Is that the way it's seen over there? Frankenstein's monster. Well, I, I, yeah, they, they, they serve their purpose for the empire. They're, they're on all these particular boards, and they're always making rep recommendations for the empire, like going into the Iraq war, trying to fight Iran, fighting Hezbollah, uh, getting rid of Hamas. You know, they make all these rep recommendations of the empire, but really they've been disastrous for the empire. Uh, so... Uh, you know, what could happen to change that arrangement? I don't know. Well, I've got Honestly, something for y'all. Elon, uh, th th Elon Musk seems to yeah, think something's up. Elon Musk seems to think something's up. Because you don't do this type of well, thing for you, no if, reason. If, you, if you're a multi-billionaire, you obviously have the ability to see things that other people don't. And I, th I, I don't think that comparing his business sense to his political sense is... Well, it's it, inappropriate here. I, th I think that, yeah, I, I think a guy like that sees things. Well, uh, is he just running it up the flagpole to see who's going to swing? I don't think so. I, I agree with Tim here. I think that there's probably something there that he sees in terms of future trends. Right, Tim? Yeah, he's just, I mean, look, you have a group that bills themselves as the, the world's greatest uh, victim, and they are sitting in the center of the planet just wailing on people with no power. And, it, like, 50% of the populations are kids, right? Uh, so, I mean, it's kind of disastrous. You, you have people in places like Dearborn, Michigan, uh, they, they are from Lebanon. They're mostly Shia Islam. If they're, but, but when I say that, most of the Muslim world is about as religious as the Christian world, to be honest with you. They're very tribal, 
but they might not go to mosques. Not not every one of them is super religious, right? They're very similar to Christians. They're like the Christian family that will go to church several a handful of times a year, that type of thing, and observe Christian holidays. But you have people that have homes, and I, you know, prior to September 11, 2001, the population that I grew up around or in around that, that were Muslim were all Shia Islam by and large. It's it's the largest population of Shia Islam outside of the Middle East. Uh, post September 11, 2001, you know, most of the Muslims coming into America have not been Shia. We've been absolutely flooded, like Europe, with everything under the sun. But most of them are coming out of Lebanon and Palestine, and they're probably some of the best and the brightest. They're coming out after the problem in the 80s. And you have people, uh, wealthy people, uh, that own businesses here. They now own businesses here, but they also own businesses in Lebanon. They own real estate and homes in Lebanon. They prefer to live in Lebanon. They've rebuilt houses there up to half a dozen times <laughs> because you have a neighbor there that won't abide by any international laws at all. Uh, so it is a sad what situation. What are the Palestinians, Shia or Sunni? Uh, they are Sunni. They are Sunni backed uh, historically, but there's there's rumors of many conversions, and some are people saying that's Israeli propaganda. Others are saying it's just the truth. They're going with who their backers are. So I don't know. It's a very volatile situation in the Middle East because you have Shia Islam, Iran, the Hezbollahs, and all these armies uh, that represent Shia Islam, the Yemenis, can really challenge holy sites. What in the hell is going on tonight? I mean, I hear the music again already. We're halfway through this show. One great guest, riveting content after another I, I want to share with you, and I'll share with our guests as well, Tim, something behind the scenes when we come back. Nobody knows about Pursuing liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Skip Kelly. Fuel tankers entered Gaza via the Rafah crossing on Friday following Israel's war cabinet approval of two daily deliveries to address the water and sewage crisis in the enclave. The decision triggered immediate backlash in Israel, leading government ministers to convene on Saturday for further discussions on the matter. Israel's military has announced its intention to advance anywhere Hamas is found, raising concerns about a potential offensive in southern Gaza. Social media platform TikTok is again on the hot seat after an anti-American letter from Osama bin Laden was promoted. There are renewed calls for a TikTok ban after influencer and anti-Israeli activist Lynette Atkins told thousands of her followers to read a letter from Osama bin Laden and her video got more than 800,000 views. Florida Senator Rick Scott among those calling for a ban of the social media platform. TikTok is toxic to our kids. Um, I mean, look at the, you know, you can look at all the articles. Look at what, what they teach our kids versus what they teach kids in China. Uh, it's a toxic, it's a toxic company. Scott speaking on Fox Business, the Bin Laden letter was written after the 9-11 attacks. TikTok said on Thursday that videos promoting that letter violate its rules. I'm John Schaefer. Sam Altman, CEO of OpenAI and co-founder with Elon Musk in 2015, is leaving the artificial intelligence company and its board immediately, causing ripples in the tech industry. OpenAI stated in a blog post that the board no longer has confidence in Altman's leadership. 
His departure surprised many, given the influence and the impact of OpenAI's ChatGPT on the AI landscape. Former First Lady Rosalind Carter is receiving hospice care at home. Family members say she and former President Jimmy Carter, who is 99, are spending time with each other. Rosalind Carter diagnosed with dementia back in May. They are the longest married couple in U.S. presidential history. They celebrated their 77th wedding anniversary back on July 7th. This is USA News. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's give you a little uh, sneak peek behind the scenes folks i write the archive notes uh, before we even broadcast the show and for tim's hour tonight uh, i have written in the description that you'll see tomorrow if you're listening to it in the archives it has been such a busy week of news that we had to call in reinforcements to help us cover it all tim murdoch is up for the job well by cover it all we mean one t- one, <laughs> one one subject apparently because that's what we're dwelling on tonight but it's hard to argue with it, and I'm not even going to change the description of that. that let that tease you in and then listen. Uh, but we're talking about Elon Musk, and we're talking about the situation in the Middle East. And here's something that nobody knows. Uh, Jason Kessler uh, was uh, texting with me yesterday, and he sent me some screenshots of uh, interview requests that a Washington Post reporter had sent to him. And uh, we were talking about this and i said jason I'd, I'd like to cover this on the show do i have your permission to share this with the with the audience and he said yes absolutely go ahead so here's what jason received yesterday this is jason kessler from taylor lorenz at the washington post uh, this is a female journalist so-called journalist i guess we should have to say to be accurate hi jason she writes i'm a reporter at the washington post covering technology and online culture I'm reaching out because I'd like to speak with you for a story I'm working on today with several colleagues related to how certain groups have leveraged the Internet to organize. I'd love to chat with you briefly about the organizing power of the Internet and how you've used social platforms to promote your messaging. Our deadline is to, uh, this afternoon. If you have 10 minutes to spare, can you give me a comment? This, listen, I've been through this about 700 times this is how it always comes across they always send you these polite things you know what they're up to and i loved jason's response jason's response was to that uh request that i just read you you'd be better off asking jacob smith the antifa who punched you in the face during the unite the right rally how his ilk have used social media to organize and you can quote me on that 
and then uh, <laughs> to which uh, the reporter responded, the reporter at responded, thanks, Jason, but I'm still a little confused. Why would Musk shadow ban you if you're espousing ideology he agrees with? Have you seen his commentary recently about the Jewish community? And uh, Jason responded by saying that he was shadow banned prior to Musk's takeover, uh, that uh, white identity activists uh, have faced worse censorship under Musk than they did under his, uh, former ownership. And he cited uh, yours truly and Kevin McDonald and Jared Taylor. Uh, but I told Jason that what this was, Tim, what this was, was a very transparent attempt by the Washington Post. They had a hit piece ready to go on Musk uh, as a result of his comments about Israel, which we've been covering the first half hour of this uh, interview. And what they wanted to do was reach out to the people that they thought would be the most toxic and radioactive to any paid subscriber of the Washington Post. So they reached out to Jason Kessler, the organizer of the deadly Unite the Right rally, as they always call it. And they wanted to get a comment on him that was favorable to Musk that they could use to uh, inform their narrative. Uh, that's what's going on. And the media is certainly at odds with Musk about all of this. And this is some of the tactics they're using. And you heard it here first. I don't know. You can Google, folks, uh, Taylor Lorenz, Washington Post, Jason Kessler, to see if that made it to the print edition. They were on a deadline, uh, what, day before yesterday. We'll see. The media doesn't like what Musk is doing, Tim. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. again, we, we have to see uh, Elon Musk's final act. I mean, he's not... You know, it's it's like none of these people we're looking at in the Middle East, none of these people we're looking at in the top of our, our the top of Western civilization are openly pro-white, but they sure are flirting with some stuff. Elon certainly is flirting with some stuff. There's no doubt about that. Uh, for what his purpose is long term, I don't know. But the fact of the matter is whites are generally going to have someone represent them. In, in other words, eventually whites are going to have their own representative. Maybe he's trying to get ahead of things. I'm just, but I'm just speculating. But whites uh, do not have any representation anywhere in the world explicitly. Uh, a couple of places coming close, but you know we're going to, um, we're eventually going to have representation. And uh, I think this is something a lot of people are concluding. You know, whites are going to be represented somehow, uh, <coughs> and uh, there's going to be some. Uh, there's going to be some people throwing their hats in the ring. Now, I don't know if that's what he's doing. Well, Again, I, that's I don't the know. Thing. Is, is Elon auditioning for the role? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about it, gentlemen, is that I think I mean, you, you saw the day. Go ahead, Tim. He's auditioning globally for a role. Simply he's auditioning globally. He represents a global business. And globally, what Israel's doing is not like. Well, also, Tim, I would have you remember, I would have our audience remember, I don't need to remind you, but that Elon Musk took a big hit from uh, the Israeli lobby, the ADL, when he first gained control of Twitter. All of that uh, pressure that they put Bullets on, on, bounced off. On, the, on the advertisers, I mean, he would have learned his lesson then unless there was something more to the story. Yes, he does these things, then he sort of... Uh, uh, backs up a little bit, and then he does it again. 
I, I think that uh, there is something more than meets the eye there. I think any businessman concerned solely on his bottom line would have already learned the lesson. He still maintains his plausible deniability the way he's playing it, but I don't know if there's a dog whistling there or what, but no I mean, there's you know, no it's interesting. That's why we're talking about it. Right. There's no plausible deniability gonna, yeah, now. Tell, what do you mean? No, I mean he, he just he, I mean it's kind of obvious you're not you're not fooling anyone. Uh you know, it's too it's too consistently taking the opposite side of the Israel equation. He's no longer just fanning their uh fanning fanning their rears or anything like that, you know. He's uh he he's flirting with these ideals and agreeing with them openly on a very large platform being watched and and he's uh, definitely upset some people, you know. Well, is Jewish power and influence pulling Taylor Lorenz's strings in? Well, this, I mean, this, you're talking about this female reporter for the Washington Post. I mean, what do you think? But this is interesting in the larger, larger scheme of, of the media. Is, and this is something that you posted to your Twitter account this week, Tim, at, uh, at your rabbit on Twitter. Uh, the, the comment was they're getting really desperate. So in this, the context of this is you have Israel, who is uh, like a completely segregated and they, they it totally deport if not castrate black Africans who find their way through the, the barriers but now the media is promoting headlines like this why black Americans live excuse me why black Americans lives depend on backing Israel and, and that was the uh, uh, the comment or the headline rather that got the uh, comment they're really getting desperate uh, what do you think about that I, I think uh, good luck to them Good luck to them. I mean, well, Hamas has long had this particular, but again, Hamas was started by Israel and Hamas on the Sunni side. They've long been supporters of Black Lives Matter. They have something going on together. Uh, so, you know, who's who's to say? I, I don't know what they're gearing up for. I, I only know a direction. There's going to be big winners and big losers. Elon Musk is looking at it like, well, it's not going to be Jews. Uh, so he's he's coming over and backing, um, you know. It's still so. He, he assumes they're going to lose. But that, that that's the thing, Keith that, and Tim. That's so hard to believe. I mean, you look at this uh, power and influence that has so dominated the the the, the, the certainly the Western world anyway. It is a paradigm shift. The fact that uh, yeah, that it even is possible is uh, almost unfathomable. I'm sure to a lot of people. But you, encouraging. Yeah. <laughs> do you think it could happen, <laughs> uh, Tim? This all this almighty all powerful group and what well what if ha something happens to America? What if in the words of Tucker Carlson someone slips us the Mickey, meaning that all of a sudden our power doesn't work and our various different um, uh, computer programs doesn't don't don't work because they're made in China and someone just turns us off because you you don't really have to hit us with the nuke in the words of Tucker Carlson you just have to turn us off and that eventually is probably going to be too tempting for some parties. To do so, what happens? And if Israel will have backed the wrong nag. Well, Israel will be over with backing America. House of Saud would be over. Well, with, but they still have that. They still have that Samson option, the uh, the Samson option, Tim. I don't. I think they have worse stuff than that. But the Samson option is well known. Nukes are well known. I, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced that it'll even work that way, even if they try to fire them. I'm not convinced. I'm not. I'm convinced they have wicked well, biological. Well, they also options. said they had the Iron Shield, and that didn't work. Well, they, yeah, I'm they not didn't want it to. I'd be more concerned with their biologics and stuff like that than I would their nukes. I'm not really. Yeah.
I know, I, but, but oh, I don't right, well, know. That's interesting. I, that's interesting. It's all apocalyptic. No, no, all nobody apocalyptic. does. Nobody does. But the fact that it's even open for discussion is, uh, I, I think, more interesting. Uh, um, puts us in a more interesting place than we were uh, a couple of years yeah, everybody ago. Everybody assumed they were invincible. I don't think they assumed that's right. that. Anymore. That's right. Well, there who is this. White nationalists assume that. White nationalists assume that because they ban us off everything. But the fact of the matter is, most of the dominant message <laughs> in the in the in the mainstream is not is not backed by the Jewish police. They're being Quick break. We're back with Tim Murdoch at EuroRabbit on Elon Musk's Twitter slash X. Follow him, support him. We're back with him next. Antelope Hill Publishing is America's leading publisher of dissident books, bringing you a wide variety of new translations and original works on every subject from the Spanish Civil War to the funding behind the transgender movement. Antelope Hill publishes books that mainstream publishers won't touch, full of information that challenges the political status quo and brings real culture to the reading public at an affordable price. If you count yourself as a political dissident, then you owe it to yourself to check out the Antelope Hill catalog with exclusive offerings like Rebel Mountain by Kurt Eggers, a brand new reprint of the infamous You Gentiles by Marie Samuel, and now the treatise of a January 6th prisoner in the American regime... There is something there for everyone, and new titles are added every month. Check out the complete catalog today at antelopehillpublishing.com. That's antelopehillpublishing.com. I'm James Edwards, and I want you to check out antelopehillpublishing.com. Matthew 24, 24 teaches us that the church is deceived today. Deceived Christians call themselves Judeo-Christians. Around 1900, Jews commissioned the Schofield Reference Bible, which transformed the Jews from Christian killers to the chosen people. Here's the truth. America is in the Bible. Revelation 21. Our form of government came down from heaven. Verse 3. The many Christian ministers at the Constitutional Convention sought God's will. The God-given rights in the Constitution were ordained by God. America is the new promised land for Christian Israel, and Christians are the true chosen people. True Israel is Christian. Listen to Jesus, quote, my sheep follow me, unquote, and, quote, you do not believe because you are not my sheep, unquote. John 10, 25 through 27. The beast has transformed America into the woman mystery Babylon, Revelation chapter 17. For the complete Bible study, write to Christian Knuckles, P.O. Box 210813, Royal Palm Beach, Florida, 33421. And we're back with the one and only Tim Murdoch at EuroRabbit on Elon Musk's social media site, whatever you want to call it, and uh, WhiteRabbitRadio.biz. Hey, Tim, this is something so new. I haven't even been able to uh, plumb the depths of it yet, but I, I did see a headline about this earlier today, and our uh, associate producer, Rich, in uh, the Nashville area, asked if I was going to ask you about it. This is Elon Musk is, says he's going to sue Media Matters. Now, Me, Media Matters is one of the worst of the worst. You think of uh, the SBLC and the ADL, and somewhere in between there is Media Matters. And they've been after us for as long as I've been on the air. And they are awful, awful, awful. And uh, anyway, Elon Musk is suing them uh, over reports that uh, found that Twitter ran ads next to pro, so-called pro-Nazi white pride posts. Now, whatever that means. 
but anyway, here again is Elon Musk. I think the gist of the story, well, I'll read the first paragraph. After a spate of major advertisers said they were halting spending on X over owner Elon Musk's support of an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory, the tech mogul said he plans to file a thermonuclear lawsuit against a, now they call it a so-called research group. It's a left-wing, woke, uh, hit, hit, hit group. Media Matters that claimed to find ads on X running against pro-Nazi and white nationalist posts. So here again, Tim, is Elon Musk stepping into the fray. Is Elon Captain Ahab and Jewish power and influence is a great <laughs> white whale? I don't know. That's one way to ask it. I, I don't know, but, it, you know, I hope he sues the hell out of them. I don't know if he will. He was talking about suing people before and he didn't follow through on it. So let, let's see. I, I don't know that a lawsuit... Uh, in the current court system would even matter. But but he does have a lot of money. He can cause a lot of problems with his money, and, and so be it. That's right. That's right. Well, I can it's tell just you. a matter of form shopping. He's got to find the right uh, court. Well, I don't know. If you have to file it wherever Media Matters is located, that's probably going to be in a, a dark they're blue everywhere. district. They're everywhere. Well, they're, no, they're not. They're headquartered everywhere. But anyway, uh, but nevertheless, it just goes to show, I mean, he's still signaling at the very least. Now, let's listen to this. You, 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 you had mentioned this a couple of times, and I want to play it. Uh, this is Tucker Carlson talking with, Candace Owens, and let me get uh, here. Everything in the studio popped uh, up just right, so this will play right. Uh, this is uh, this is interesting, and we're going to get uh, the White Rabbit's comment himself after we listen to this 50-second clip. College campuses hasn't changed. Did you not remember what they were saying, what professors were saying, the anti-white explicit racism that was happening, and not even just allowed in terms of student protests, but was written into the curriculum curriculum at these universities for years. People were yeah. learning this actively in school, that whiteness was associated with wrongness. You had college professors that were writing about this need to, to, to there need to be less white people in America. You can find these articles. They exist online. They're everywhere. They're and, everywhere. And that seems genocidal. I mean, if you're it saying, is genocidal. like by definition, if you're saying being a certain ethnicity or race is itself a sin and we need less of you, isn't that is the definition is it not right it was an understanding of needing to breed out white people it was unbelievable what i was seeing and i was impacted by it because i'm in a biracial relationship and i have biracial children so you are telling me that my children are going to have to decide between whether or not they are white oppressors or they are black victims it doesn't stand for me so i was attached to this issue and it's something that i fought for hard on college campuses and there was no support there was nobody rhetoric on college campuses hasn't changed did you not remember what they were saying what professors all right, so uh, that's uh, that. That's it. That's uh, Candace Owens and uh, Tucker Carlson. Candace Owens, obviously a black woman, and uh, Tucker Carlson talking about white genocide and what they're talking about it in the context of is uh, this uh, this culture new, of education. Well, this new push against uh, freedom of speech on college campuses because now so many minorities are speaking out against Israel, but they're they, they're talking about there was none of it there uh, when it was all of this anti-white rhetoric, right, Tim? Well, his 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 quote, the the quote that that I I would have had you play is is the next one. Uh, where were those college donors the last ten years? This is Tucker Carlson. Where were these college donors in the last ten years when they were calling for white genocide on campus, going after my children right. for their skin color, paid for that? Um, so I mean, he's using white genocide. He obviously he knows about it. Obviously he knows what's going on. Uh, here's another character that has danced around a lot of things, but he uses white genocide like it's uh, it's a conversation piece in his in his uh, in his vocabulary. It's not something he is immune to. You know, he had on 
uh, a guest who called for All I Want for Christmas is White Genocide a handful of years back and acted like he didn't know about this. But now, of course, it's something he's using. Uh, you don't use something like that in a casual conversation for the first time. He's <laughs> used this before. So it's kind of fascinating. Well, it's the other side me. of the coin. Uh, Tim, it's the other side of the coin. You know, the other side of the coin of white genocide is the Jewish complicity in white genocide. And I think they're yeah. bringing this out. It's coming out. Uh, basically, everybody has a beef with the Jews now. Yeah. Yeah, it looks that way. Looks that way. So. All right. Uh, now, uh, if I could transition very quickly here, because we, I, I promised uh, everybody in the archive notes a, a veritable smorgasbord. Uh, but uh, let, let's talk about this new Army recruitment ad, uh, Tim, uh, that I found at your Twitter feed. Again, folks, follow him if you're not uh, already. If you're still on Twitter and still allowed there, follow at Euro, E-U-R-O, at Euro Rabbit. Uh, that's where you'll find Tim Murdoch. Uh, the U.S. Army's latest uh, ad campaign is based around a white man, which is an on- ominous sign. Uh, they don't turn to diversity when they need a war to They're be desperate. Fought. So you got this new uh, U.S. Army ad. It doesn't feature any uh, so-called LGBTQ plus folks and no women, no other minorities. That means they really want to go to war. They got to have soldiers. Yeah, it's all it's all fun and games until you get into well, a war with Iran would be a real <laughs> war, which which is why it hasn't really happened yet. Uh, and it would be um, probably terrible for the average Israeli, uh, probably terrible for that whole entire top of the Sunni, uh, which we just talked about. Uh, they We haven't seen a war against Hezbollah. That would be a real war as well. It's the largest private army in the world, as we know it. Uh, and who knows what they have? I mean, there are guys there. There are guys there our age that have trained their whole entire lives to fire missiles and to fight against little Satan in Armageddon. Uh, and so that's that's where we're ramping up into here. Whatever it is, there, uh, wherever it is, we're going with it. Right, how about this, Tim? I, I've got here in front of me a copy, a paper copy. Of uh, a letter, a, a, well, it's a U.S. Army recruitment flyer. A U.S. Army, rec- I don't know what that is, but it's a U.S. Yeah. Army recruitment flyer uh, that complements this uh, ad. And uh, here, here it is. Uh, it's it, sent it, out to people that left the armed forces because they wouldn't comply with the COVID vaccination. Well, mandate. it's being sent out. To, not necessarily that, but it's being sent out to anybody who's of fighting age. And it reads, U.S. Army, COVID vaccine not required in all capital letters, and it's underlined, Tim. Uh, So (laughs) we were told as recently as just three years ago. It's totally non-negotiable. Yeah, that if you weren't, uh, you know, getting the vaccine, you were dead to us. But now, uh, three years later, now that Israel needs a war to be fought, the U.S. Army is is forgiven. uh, COVID vaccine not required. Uh, on this U.S. Army recruitment ad, and by the way, their commercials are featuring all white males now instead of the usual assortment. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, it is. Funny how that works. Uh, they're also offering now, uh, gentlemen, help me out here. I, I get it. I guess if you're of fighting age, you may be college aged or 
right after college, maybe you're going into college, whatever. 18 to 25. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, they're offering you $1,900 a month starting pay. Now, in this economy, in the Biden economy, with this inflation, what can you do with $1,900 a month? How much is that per year? <laughs> that would be 2000 basically a month, so that would be $24,000. Yeah. $24, you going to start a family on that? In this economy, it costs twenty dollars for twenty dollars for a Big Mac have, in, in Connecticut. You'd have to have an awful lot of uh, welfare payment. <laughs> well, so anyway, I mean, what's going on here? <laughs> well, it does say you can travel the world. You get thirty days paid vacation, two thousand dollars a year. You get thirty six. Be hated by people all over the world. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't right. know what's I, going on, but uh, the, they're trying to get some away. fighters in the army now. Though all of a sudden. And while you're away, millions and millions of illegal immigrants will invade your home. <laughs> well, that's what they did in Vietnam. I mean, it was in Vietnam, and all the white men were over in Vietnam, so they passed uh, all of this immigration stuff. Yeah. Uh, sure. So uh, here's another one. Another quick headline for you, Tim, uh, with just a couple of minutes remaining, and thanks again for being on with us tonight. Always great to talk to you. Uh, but this is a headline out of Germany. Jewish residents are outraged. After a daycare center named after Anne Frank changes its name, the daycare told media it's changing the name to something more focused on international diversity. Jewish residents say they feel betrayed and are being erased in the name of diversity. Now that yeah. yes or Arafat. That is as rich as rich can get. Tim, uh, please, please, please help us <laughs> to get, to, get to the please, man. They didn't say you that when me? they were uh, removing, uh, melting down the Robert E. Lee statue. No, I, yeah. I mean, they're saying all the things we've said, uh, but they're all for it when they're erasing white heroes or traditional American heroes. When it happens to Anne Frank. And then you stop preaching and start <laughs> meddling. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I mean, now you, you have, the, like, I guess you, now you have guys like Tucker Carlson, whose whole entire income was dependent on him for the most part, calling them out. Uh, so now at the last line, everything's coming to pieces. They're getting called out right, left, and center. And your average white guy is not going to war for Israel. They're just not. They're not joining well, the military. Here's a, here's a Jewish um, uh, commenter on, tw on Twitter, which we've been talking about so much this hour. This is appalling. A German daycare center named after Anne Frank is changing its name. German media reported that parents want the center to push a message more focused on uh, international diversity. Hear that? They're promoting diversity by erasing Jews. I, again, you know, when it's happening to white Christian heroes, it's all fun and games. It's all well and good. Uh, but when it happens to their heroes, and I always, honestly, I'm not joking. I'm not trying to be funny. I always thought Anne Frank was just like a, a supposed a cautionary tale. I never know that this It's like opening the James Earl Ray shooting gallery across <laughs> uh, from the uh, Lorraine Motel. Uh, but anyway, no, but now they're concerned about diversity, but diversity is not concerned about them because it is the diversity that they have imported that is actually against them here in this country, much more than the white evangelical Christians. Interesting times we live in. If you want to follow it with expert commentary, stay tuned, not just to this radio program, but to what uh, Tim Murdoch is doing every week there at whiterabbitradio.biz. Tim, always great to talk to you. I got something to call you about next week. Something big coming up. Uh, we'll talk in the next few days. Thank you again, Tim. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. It's great to, it's great to be on Political Suspect. Always.